0: The happy half with Heather. Hello, and welcome back to the Happy Half, a half-hour weekly podcast with me, Heather Conder, to share what has made me and others happy, and to shout out some of the happier things in the news. I hope you've all had a good week enjoying the sun, and you enjoyed last week's episode with Kit. Thank you so much to everyone for continuing to listen every week and welcome to any new listeners. This is actually the last episode of series two before we take a break and it also marks the one year anniversary of the podcast, believe it or not. Little did I know when I started the podcast in my bedroom in June last year that I would end up talking to so many amazing and inspiring people and sharing so many happy stories and that the podcast would grow so much. I had a little think and so far in total, I have done nearly 20 top threes, shared nearly 50 stories from others and spoken to 19 guests. That's quite cool to think about, to be honest. So I thought for this episode, myself and my wonderful co-producer, Fon Music, would have a chat about our favourite moments in the series, a little reminisce and update you all on good news from guests. So I hope you enjoy this little anniversary special. On with the show.
1: Hi, Heather. How you doing?
0: I'm really good, thank you. How are you?
1: Yeah, I'm good. Um, busy week, but good.
0: Yeah, have you been up to a lot of things?
1: Yeah, because things are starting to open up again. Um, lots of opportunities are occurring, and I've you know I'm working a new job and that kind of thing. So, you know, lots of um, lots of balls in the air. Lots yeah, of juggling.
0: It's a lot. It's very exciting that everything's coming back, and I've actually managed to see quite a few friends this week, which has been so incredibly lovely. And very nice. Literally, as we speak, I've just had an ice cream in the garden, so I'm in very good spirits right now.
1: (laughs) You're living the dream, Heather. You are.
0: I am living the dream. It's these stories (laughs) that get us through.
1: (laughs) I'm very excited about um, the fact that we can finally see people because it's my birthday next week, so (gasps) I'm going to have this great little moment where, you know, because I had my last birthday in a lockdown and it's not the same. Um, What are your birthday plans? finally... Uh, well, you know, this is the thing. I'm probably gonna have, you know, five people over to my flat and Ooh. you know, just have some drinks and and chill out. Like, um, it it becomes very difficult to actually have a celebration, even though it's legal. Um, yes. Unless, I guess, I could do it outside. Um,
0: well, you can yeah. still get very merry with five people. It's you, can. Quality, you
1: can. Quality, not quantity. Mm, mm, I, I couldn't agree more i'm a big fan of a late night hang with a few Ooh. like not very many people um so one night this week me and my friend ed stayed up till three thirty, just chatting Aww.
0: completely like
1: you know unplanned and yeah it was lovely
0: i love that but i don't like the next morning <laughs> no
1: it was no it wasn't it wasn't fantastic. I had to have a nap in the afternoon to get. Oh, well get that's okay it.
0: though. Naps are yeah. good, naps are good. Well, mm. this is the end of Series 2 special and yeah. It's come around quite quickly, actually. I can't believe it. Um, But it's going to have a similar but slightly different format. And there are loads of moments from the series that stand out in my mind. But we decided that we would chat about the series. And to keep in line with the podcast theme, we thought we would try and narrow things down to each sharing our top three moments. So would you like to go first, Finn, just in case we have any overlap and I can think of others (laughs) and you can get the ball rolling?
1: Okay. Um, well, I mean, it's, it's been such a fun series to work on. Um, I, I feel like I can't speak about the series without saying like how much fun it was to come on on episode one. Yeah. Um, and that should probably be my first highlight because, you know, a- after being a fan of the show for such oh, a long it. time, um, <laughs> it was so good to be involved. And that was, yeah, I mean, to say that it was a highlight of my week then uh, would be an understatement. So of course, that will be a highlight of my. Uh, well, of my you are an amazing guest. Feeling. That's why
0: you're back. We just love you. You can't get <laughs> enough.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. What about you? What's your first? first
0: I one? think the first one that comes to mind has to be Chris Turner's rap,
1: mm. simply
0: because it blew my mind. That I so good. It was so good and I had such a fun time recording with Chris. He's an absolute gent and Mm. just a really lovely genuine human but Mm. so intelligent and so witty Mm. and Mm. we had obviously a really lovely chat But then at the end, when we were doing the rap, and I suggested, you know, rapping about cats on leads, which, (laughs) let's be honest, is not an easy topic to freestyle about.
1: It's quite niche. (laughs) It's quite
0: niche. But he came up with things like Colonel Withershins just off the cuff. (laughs) (laughs) And it was a really long rap as well. And I just was seeing his process then and there of him kind of improvising it on the spot. And he Mm. wasn't at all flustered. It was so natural. It's just such a talent that he has. And I think Mm. I was just kind of stood in awe really so (laughs) I think I have to mention that as the first one because if anyone hasn't listened to it then go to episode six and listen to that rap because it made my day my week actually
1: (laughs) it was it was definitely a standout moment like that blew my mind um also his episode was just so great to listen to because of his soothing husky voice you know he was kind of there with his brilliant equipment and sounding so you know luscious like kind of like a yogurt commercial do you know what i mean yeah
0: it was a bit like yakult listen to your gut mm -hmm. but then you had me grating in being like you're so funny like a little annoying (laughs) child
1: (laughs) but it was also so nice like listening to um like obviously you produce um vocals in a different way if it's spoken versus if it's like a rap type thing yeah. and he his audio was through one channel and so I treated it differently so that it when it like dropped into the rap song you it like opened up the spectrum um of, of sound but you kind of get what I mean yeah and, no it sounded um, different
0: it definitely did um and very very cool I thought this is this is edgy in a way. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that was a really, really great moment for me. So that's my first one. What about your second thing that stands out?
1: Well, well, one of the things that I really, really enjoyed doing this season was writing the jingles. Yes, And I think the responses to the jingles have been lovely, but your responses have been just incredible because i think i think what i said when we were talking about the original idea i was, i said that i was gonna really go hard on the cheese and i think you seemed like positive about it until you heard it for the first time and you were like <laughs> M- maybe not this much cheese <laughs> like,
0: do you remember my initial reaction i was like oh uh and- <laughs> No, I do love them. Also it's so catchy. I mean, even mm. in my bed like when I'm sleeping I'm like the happy half with heather and I'm <laughs> yeah. like oh my goodness. <laughs>
1: um I I uh, yeah, like so obviously um it's your your friend and mine Ashweir, uh yes. the, the featured vocalist on that. Friend. And, Sorry, you can cut that uh, out. <laughs> um your friend of mine Ash Weir is 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 the soloist on that particular uh jingle and I, I seem to remember telling you that the reference track was the theme song from "Wing in It," the incredible uh Canadian show
0: Children's Show, which I actually Children's knew show. of. I don't think anyone yeah. listening will have heard of it, but I'd actually no. watched it
1: <laughs> so this is uh, I think Heather was the only person that I've ever met who also watched this show and loved it as a as a child um. And so I thought, let's tap into that naughty's nostalgia and really go hard on the cheese. So, so, for me, listening to those and then, you know, writing a couple of new ones throughout the series, um, especially, oh, so um, this was going to be my third one. Do you mind if I do two No, and three you go at the same straight time? into
0: your third one. That's absolutely fine.
1: So, uh, my third highlight was uh, Piripa talking about Star Wars um, because, you know, I'm a massive Star Wars fan. Um, and I live with people who don't care about Star Wars. And in, in a lockdown, that's, that's it's a difficult dynamic. You you know, like I, I decided that this was, this lockdown, I was going to get into the Clone Wars series to really depth, you know, deepen my knowledge of Star Wars. Uh, and every time I mentioned it, people were like, we don't care, just stop talking about (laughs) Star Wars. So, so to hear someone else talking about it and talking about their first experience with it, but as an adult was really special to me. And so I ended up writing another jingle, which was based on the, um, uh Cantina Bands moment from A New Hope. Um and that got played on BBC Oxfords when you did yeah. your your feature, I believe.
0: It did, um, which is cool. Very cool. Which is
1: very cool. Uh shout out to BBC Oxford for <laughs> playing Heather playing Heather and her podcast But that that I, I was incredibly proud of you for that. I think it was Aww. a huge achievement. And yeah, to be on the BBC um from like to go from doing an independent podcast All the way to it being featured on the BBC is a huge deal. Um, Oh, thank you! I was incredibly proud.
0: Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun, and I had a really good chat with Fleur Ostrajack, who is the presenter. And Mm. yeah, it was just really natural and fun. And in the end, I ended up calling her my soulmate on air. But in That's, a nice yeah. way, I think sometimes <laughs> you know I like to think that I'm more friendly than with people than I am. But <laughs> it was a really lovely chat, and mm. it was kind of cool because yeah, my my parents were listening downstairs, and then a few other people were tuning mm. in. So mm. uh, yeah, it was really great. But your jingles shone in in that, <laughs> and I don't know if anyone will have noticed the Star Wars reference. I mean, I did, mm. but mm. pure Star Wars fans, I'm sure will have been very appreciative.
1: The people who were waiting for a Wing In It slash Star Wars crossover event, this is for you.
0: Absolutely. And there's many out there, Finn. Many out there. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Well, I've got a couple of others as well. And my second kind of favourite moment, mostly because of my reaction, was in Kevin Clifton's episode when he revealed his Chelsea mug. Now, Mm. (laughs) this is quite niche, but... Basically, I had such a lovely time chatting with Kevin, sharing stories. We talked about his tree a lot, we talked about theatre a lot. But at the end of the episode, for anyone who listened, he revealed his Chelsea mug on camera whilst we were recording. And my reaction was just ridiculous because I was genuinely so pleased that we both supported Chelsea, even though I don't even really support them. I just kind of say I do. Sure.
1: Yeah. So
0: I thought, oh, that's great. We're we're aligned and also i just feel really proud to pretend to support chelsea at the moment i say pretend i do have their pajamas and it's like an ongoing joke and right basically they've just won the champions league so they're not a bad. Cl- yeah they have they're not a bad club to support at all and the fact that you know kevin and i bonded over that for some mm. reason made me exceptionally happy <laughs>
1: I mean, it's it's funny, isn't it? That I'm not a a football fan. Like I'll tune in to watch England play because it it it's like a national moment, and I tend to try. I yeah. try, but um, I'm not I'm not a football fan, and I also have a fake team. Um,
0: we sound so bad this is terrible (laughs) but
1: but but like people have have quizzed me to the extent that i now know what my fake team is like because it's my grandfather's team
0: yeah um what is your fake team
1: well, now I can't remember what they're called. It's terrible because I can't go on. Like, it can't go on the podcast. Like all I'm thinking is Evanston, and Evanston's the, the town outside. Chica- Everton. <laughs>
0: Everton.
1: Yeah. So, c- because like Evanston's the town outside Chicago that I lived in for a while. Everton. Wow. Yeah, because my, so, so my grandfather's from. Well, he was he was from Liverpool, wasn't? Helens, and uh, supported Everton, and so apparently that's my team.
0: Well, you're really showing your your true love of them right now.
1: It's just not something that I've ever particularly gotten into. Yeah. Um,
0: Well, I appreciate it a lot. And also I I get quite invested in things, even if I don't fully understand them. So I really mm. loved that. And I genuinely just loved that episode as well, because um, Kevin was so friendly and Mm. just very chilled as a human as well, which was really nice Mm. to chat to him. So in fact, that I was really respected
1: second. how um, how you reigned in how much of a fangirl you were yeah. at, at that moment because... I know how much of a Kevin fan you are. I am. And you were just there like, um, hi, welcome to my podcast. I'm in no, charge. No, <laughs> I think I
0: said excited about four times in the first sentence, but then I got over it. Uh, <laughs> so, But basically, I just love Strictly Come Dancing. I love theatre, mm. obviously. And mm. I can't help but have a few people who I really admire and respect. And I think that's great. Um, yeah. But I think for, for future series, hopefully, I'll continue to rein it in. And it will be like, we've we've just met and it's very casual and <laughs> mm. <laughs> but yeah I loved that. And then the last one is a little bit small actually, but it is Kit Young's joy in doing his laundry.
1: <laughs> I have just got so I mentioned that I listened to the podcast again the week that it's released and often it's the same day because I'm a fan of the show. <laughs> and I I've just got to the bit where he's talking about having his laundry done. It's lovely, it's, isn't it? It's a it? lovely little moment, yeah.
0: Well, it's just really nice, I think, to even think that big stars like Kit, who's completely sailing, can enjoy the simple things in life and absolutely as someone who loves to be clean myself, I also resonate with the joy <laughs> of freshly folded clean laundry, and clean linen is one of my favorite scents actually, so mm. I just thought that was a really lovely little smile inducing moment and Mm. something quite small as well, because it's nice to appreciate those little things. That's often a theme. So,
1: you've just, I I want to draw attention to the fact that you just said you're a person who likes to be clean, as as (laughs) if that's a big personality trait. Like, yeah, as opposed to all of those people that love being dirty. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, exactly. I mean, it's quite niche, isn't it? But uh, I, (laughs) the opening
1: scene of Shrek. I think is the only one I can think of
0: Oh dear, I know, the things I come out with sometimes, but anyway <laughs> I thought that was lovely, so I mean I could have picked so many things for my top three I have loved chatting to everyone and finding out mm. so many interesting things and mm. the only way is up, there's just so much more I'm sure to come, so oh, for sure, shall we move on to stories from others?
1: Stories from others Boom,
0: boom, boom, yeah. <coughs> So rather than sharing stories from others, we thought that we would share some of our guests' good news. Although it has been such a pleasure reading all the happy stories that people have sent in over the series, and I even had some more this week. I might just quickly shout some out, actually, just because I think we'll have time. And one story which I absolutely loved reading was about someone's wedding day and how it was saved by a charity shop in Kew. So uh, Rebecca got married in Kew Gardens last week. And on the day of her wedding, Rebecca's steamer broke. So her very creased dress wasn't wearable. And despite their best efforts, they couldn't buy, they couldn't find any steamer. So they went to Mary's Living and Giving in Q, who agreed to let them borrow one. And it took 90 minutes on the wedding day, super close to the wedding, to steam the entire dress. Then they had to close the shop for 20 minutes to help transport the dress so it didn't crease again. And then it was rushed, literally in the nick of time, to Rebecca so she could have her wedding photos and actually have the wedding.
1: Incredible.
0: (laughs) Isn't that amazing?
1: That's really sweet.
0: It is really sweet. And what a lovely thing for the charity shop to do. And imagine the stress, though, that the bridesmaid would have been feeling. Kind of being like, I'm Mm. chill. It's okay. This dress will be ready for your wedding. But the bride looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But the bride looks absolutely stunning. And I think quite a few people are getting married or engaged at the moment. And it's Mm. so lovely and joyous. And uh, yeah, everyone looked so happy that day. So I received that lovely Mm. story and lots of others. But today, I thought we would share and talk about the exciting or happy news from the guests we've had, some Mm. of which we've discussed already in the episodes, but some of which is recent and definitely worth shouting out right now. (laughs) think we could talk about every single guest because they've all had such success recently and Mm. since recording the episodes well firstly Piripa's song Twisted has now been released so you can all go and listen to that in full and it's absolutely stunning and also you yourself have released two more tracks because you are rolling them out which you should (laughs) be very proud of so can you tell the listeners about them if they haven't already heard
1: um so uh Teach Me is out now. Um, it's a song about heartbreak and um, a breakup, basically. Um, and I, I wrote it when I was seventeen as like an Adele type kind of piano ballad. And then when I was twenty at uni, I decided it should actually be a dance track. And played it with my band. <laughs> of course, all all love songs should be should be dance tracks. Absolutely. Um, but then. Uh yeah, I waited and I recorded kind of the stems there with Miles Eastwood from Eastwood Records. But then like it still wasn't sitting right and I knew I wanted it to be more experimental and indie. And so I went away and wrote some sax parts and um, some sampling parts and, and, and ended up recording all of those and layering them in. And now it exists as this weird hybrid thing uh, between genres, which is kind of what I'm trying to do anyway. Um, and the same is true below. So I did that in the same recording session uh, with Eastwood Records, and then ended up recording more stuff uh, in my own time and in my own studio, and that's coming out this Friday. Um, so I guess by the time this episode's out,
0: it will be, be ready out. to be heard by everyone. And it's a yeah. special one as well, isn't it? It means a lot to you, so definitely one to mm. listen to.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's really about. Uh, mental health, and a lot of my songs are about mental health, but this is the first one that really explores some of those feelings and, um, you know, some of the fears that you can have talking to people about how difficult things can be at points. Um, so I I try to reflect a lot of these kind of, like, sh- shifting emotions and turmoil through the um, tempo changes um, and... It, it 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 comes out quite like indie and like prog rockish, but it's not prog rock. It's still firmly kind of indie pop, um, and I'm very proud of it. Um, I am a little bit scared about putting it out there because it is so personal. Yeah, but I've had such a outpouring of support from people after Good Light in saying that it was brave and that it's you know helped them think about their stuff yeah that that i that i think it's the right thing to do to to keep breaking down that stigma and you know
0: absolutely and a lot of people will resonate with it and mental health is so important to be discussed and shared it's so scary mm. but i'm also a firm advocate in talking about mental health and i think it's only healthy that we do so and even though this podcast is obviously about happy things, it stems from the idea of, of mental health as a, as a concept. Mm. And I think it's really brave, but also really important and really lovely to share experiences and particularly, obviously, through the medium of music, because, well, mm. we love music. So, love music. and I'm sure it'll be a banger as well. Um, well, th- but- this is the other
1: thing that I wanted to say is just that I, lo- I also like the music. Like, I also think it's <laughs> yeah. fun to play and catchy and all the other things that I would try and make a song um, in in those ways, yeah. Um, but it's also about something,
0: yeah. Absolutely, and we've had such a tough year, so it feels like a nice thing to release at this moment mm. as we're hopefully coming through and out of this hard time. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. So- well, the, one of the main lyrics is um, this is me letting go," um, and you know may, maybe I can view it now as letting go of the uh, the horrible year. That has restrictions been restrictions.
0: <laughs> yeah, had. yeah. There is light now and we are moving on. Exactly. Oh, that's brilliant. Well, I'm really proud of you and I'm really excited for you to achieve such success with it, I'm sure. Thank um you. And yeah, it's just so lovely seeing so many people succeed. And that's why I absolutely love this podcast. And since recording with various guests, people have announced other news, which we weren't able to share at the time. So Kevin Clifton has now been able to announce the news that he is getting his tapping on and he's going to be starring in Singing in the Rain at Sadler's Wells from the 30th of July to the 5th of September with a national tour taking place in 2022. So huge news. Mm and he's also playing Cosmo Brown and I love singing in the rain and he has one of the best songs which is make him laugh do you know the musical
1: make him laugh
0: yeah make, make him laugh.
1: laugh i i watched it again well we studied it at uni we together, if you needed we did we did it was part but, of our um, film
0: studies module
1: it was um but um yeah i rewatched it about 2 weeks ago just because I was feeling a bit sad and I was like singing in the rain it's time for singing in the it's rain.
0: time and it was and raining f- a lot two weeks ago so it was the perfect yeah. thing
1: <laughs> but Cosmo Brown's probably my favorite character like I was he's saying brilliant. that at the time like it, he's so much fun and also like almost definitely gay it's not it's not stated in the in the script or anything but like it's it's hinted at. yeah um he's
0: just so yeah. full of life and he is the definition of happy you know what i mean like if Mm. you need a lift then watch singing in the rain and that dance it's incredible so
1: like brilliantly sarcastic a lot of his lines are hysterically funny and they're not quite like i don't think it was meant to be as funny as it is now, (laughs) um but it's so funny and yeah bit yeah a huge congratulations to uh, landing Cosmo Brown because he's going to be oh, amazing. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be so excited to see that as well. I'll, I know, I'll definitely go see it.
0: Another thing to go and get tickets for. There is so much. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, and to add to the list of good news from our guests, Sophie from Episode Five has nearly sold out the latest edition of the Dear Audience coffee table book, which has been re-released with 32 additional lay-in pages since we recorded, and it has so many amazing other stars. So samantha barks for example she's now in it um and they are still giving stuff to charity as well and it's an absolutely amazing book so that's really brilliant news and chris turner is literally just about to embark on his european and uk tour so as we speak i know as we speak i think he's in rotterdam but he is starting his tour of the uk in july and he begins at the brighton Comedia and I know a lot of people love Brighton, and a lot of people are big Brighton fans. So <laughs> get yourself there. Brighton's one of my favourite places in the UK. I have to say,
1: it's it's one of the places that I would have loved to go for a weekend during this year. Yeah, um, 100%. kind of at this, at this period of my life, being in my like early twenties wanting to explore and being in London and being able to go and then obviously we haven't been able to so soon as yeah, it's so safe, soon
0: exactly yeah, I'm gonna well, go back to Brighton if you manage to get there and a recommendation to anyone listening you have to go to boho gelato because they have every type of gelato flavor you could imagine like carrot cake gelato bakewell mm. tart gelato my Whoa. personal favorite pistachio which just hits the nose every time Mm. but uh i could talk about brighton a lot which i won't because i'll save everyone from that but Mm. as i say chris is going to be there uh beginning his uk part of the tour uh and then he's going everywhere else so you can catch him anywhere else i'm sure (laughs) And there's been other, lots of brilliant stories. I could share something about every single guest. Uh, Kit is still filming in the amazing school for good and evil. Natalie Jameson's podcast, Best Sellers, is having another series soon. The list is endless and it's quite amazing what everyone's achieving. And it's so nice to hear everyone's stories and successes. So it's been a lovely eight episodes of very joyful news.
1: Mm.
0: And I think that is a very lovely seg shall we say bringing Mm. it back to episode one (laughs) (laughs) into the final section stories from the news so stories from the news i'm not going to talk too much about the news this week because we're going to talk about what's next although i feel like i have to say the amazing news that yesterday as we're recording this there were no covid deaths and fingers crossed, that will continue. Long may that continue. Mm. And brilliant. I've tried not to mention COVID too much, to be honest, in this, in this podcast, because mm. we don't want it to take over our lives, because it already is, basically. Because <laughs> it But <laughs> there's a lot of good news now trickling its way in. So mm. uh, that is brilliant. But let's talk about what's next. And hopefully another series before too long, do you think?
1: Oh, 100%. Um, <laughs> I mean, we'll take a break, um, a well-deserved break. Yes. I I, I think there are interesting things in the pipeline, for sure. Um, I think Finn has plans. plans.
0: I think, yeah, (laughs) Finn has grand plans. I do
1: have grand plans.
0: I do as well. But do you have, out of interest, a dream guest that you would absolutely love to hear me chat to in the podcast?
1: Yes. Um, And you're actually based in Oxford, and I think that's where she grew up. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I know she got her start on BBC introducing in Oxfordshire. Who is it? Tamba Bain of The Japanese House. Um, Wow. She's amazing. Um, She's a songwriter. Um, I've seen her live like three or four times. She's probably my favourite artist. Um, And, yeah, I mean, she's worked with some incredible people. Uh, She's worked with Justin Vernon of Bon Iver and... Uh, bj burton and uh, i think recorded half her record good at falling which came out in 2019 um or was it 2020 (laughs) so she recorded her record like half of her record at the texas ranch that bonniverr work at um very cool so she uh, yeah and i think she's london like east london based now but definitely grew up in oxford or had her start in oxford that's so cool is around our age but like ludicrously talented and um successful the way you said that be like
0: not like us (laughs) not like
1: us you know she's you know it's one of those things where I, i went in in second year of uni i went to a music festival and um i saw her playing there and then i came back and i was like she's my age and she's already playing how depressing
0: yeah exactly
1: yeah like there's that element of jealousy but also god she deserves it Um, yeah massively and well I'd love to chat to her yeah she also talks about mental health and stuff a lot in her songs and is a bit of a queer icon and so I, I just think I would love to see that yeah. those energies collide also because i've seen a number of her interviews and sometimes she just sits there and like smokes a joint and seeing her <laughs> Me chill and vibe her versus
0: you <laughs> my anti-chill vibe
1: <laughs> i think i think i think if you if you interviewed amber Bain, i would have to be on on the call like i wouldn't i wouldn't,
0: would I wouldn't be, actually- be
1: able to not like i would say look i'm co-hosting this one and that's not normal but also like I need I, I to observe
0: the juxtaposition <laughs> yeah. between Heather and Amber's weird kind of like chill bus It's completely hyped. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe I could be the translator. I don't know.
0: Maybe, maybe. Well, um, I mean, I'd love to speak to her. I, I really enjoy speaking to everyone, I, to be honest. Uh, the more the merrier. But mm. my absolute dream, which is a complete pipeline dream, but someone who I have followed through her podcast since day dot is Fern mm. Cotton. So... At some point in my whole life, you know, let's let's manifest. Not that I really manifest, but, but at some point I can meet Fern Cotton. But anyway, mm. if anyone does have any people that they would really love to feature on the podcast, or if anyone's listening and thinks, oh, I'd love to have a chat, then do get in touch. Uh, we've still got the email, thehappyhalf at gmail.com, or you can find us on socials and send us a message because I'd absolutely love to share as many people's news as possible. And yeah, series three is on the horizon at some point, I'm sure.
1: It but is, and there will be updates, I'm sure.
0: There will, but we need to take a little summer break for now. So what are your summer plans? Anything exciting?
1: Um. So I, I know we talked about this in, in episode one, but I am going down to Devon for three weeks and there's going to be a premiere of a work, which I'm very excited about. Yeah. Um, but alongside that is also just the, the ability to then go to my old favorite pubs in Devon. Uh, and, chill out with some family like it's been i don't think i've had a week off since january
0: yeah that's the problem with freelancing work isn't it there's Mm. just never an off day really
1: i genuinely can't complain because i love it yeah but also (laughs) um yeah it'll be nice to have some time off um and i know my sister maya's gonna be off as well and she's oh lovely you know i haven't seen her in since before lockdown
0: Yeah, Um, crazy. And
1: because she lives in Liverpool and she's a doctor. So I'll be able to see her uh, as well and the rest of the family and it'll just be lovely.
0: Yeah, Um, you can have some Devonshire scones.
1: Yeah, yeah. Done the right way. What's the right
0: way? Oh, dear.
1: Are you familiar with this? The war between Cornwall and Devon? So
0: I personally don't have a preference between cream and jam or jam then cream but there is a Mm. war isn't there and i don't i don't want to get it wrong but personally i would say cream then jam
1: okay so you're wrong and that's amazing to me because like jam is the bit that sticks so you put it on the flat bit why would you put jam on the bit that's already wobbly it doesn't make sense but
0: i have a question do you ever have peanut butter and jam on toast because you would never put peanut butter on top of jam
1: see um I don't, um, and and this is – there are two types of people, listener. Um, There's peanut butter and jam, or there's me, peanut butter and Marmite.
0: Oh, no, absolutely not. (laughs) Do you have that weird concoction that they sell now, which is both together in the pot?
1: So I I have had that, and it is quite nice, but I much prefer just being in charge, because then you can have different ratios for different moods. Um, And that way, (laughs) you always put Marmite and then peanut butter, because peanut butter is the crunchy, wobbly bit, and you want to have the smooth bit first.
0: Oh, no. Wow, we've really got off on a tangent, but I enjoy this greatly. But just to go back to it, I personally wouldn't be offended if I had jam first, then cream, but I just Mm. like the sweet on top. I actually don't really like cream anyway, so it's nice to cover it up. Uh, But anyway, we'll leave this before it gets too heated because you're about to scream at me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, you you don't taste by what's on top. (laughs) In fact, that's the opposite of how you taste
0: okay enough enough this is gonna get too heated for the happy podcast
1: (laughs) welcome to the angry half with finn where we (laughs) chat about why heather is wrong
0: (laughs) it's a common occurrence but um (laughs) well you'll have a really nice summer i'm sure uh Mm. i also have some nice holidays planned i'm hopefully going to norfolk and the new forest for a little bit um and i have exciting theatre bookings because i haven't been to the theatre in so long oh yes. and because i am a 12 year old at heart as we know i have grand plans to hopefully go to go ape
1: <laughs> wow that is I know. exciting it is yeah
0: we are doing the the adult adventure don't worry um but i'm sure it'll be <laughs> adrenaline filled and very fun so lots of fun plans <laughs> oh but I think that's enough from us. I think we're a bit delirious today. We've talked about all sorts of things.
1: <laughs> I'm getting to the point where everything you say is making me laugh, which I, I love that, but I don't know if it's right for the listeners. <laughs>
0: oh well I've had a lot of fun doing this and I've had a lot of fun Mm. doing the whole series and if anyone hasn't listened to episodes then please do go back and thank you so much for listening you can also actually catch up on series one if you're new because even though it's very lockdown one vibes I have to say but it's appropriate for summer and it's me just me in my bedroom I do interview some lovely guests as well the jingles are not quite so cool Unfortunately, because Finn was not yet here, uh, but it's it's still really fun, and it features my own dad at one point playing the violin, so that was special. But um yeah, thank you so much to everyone for listening. Thank you to Finn as well. Thank you very much for coming on again and for all your work. And it's my yeah, pleasure. we'll be back before too long.
1: We'll be back. Yeah.
0: what's that what's that song we'll
1: be back we'll be back time Time will will tell tell. you'll remember (laughs) that i know you well it's um hamilton and it's the king oh yeah
0: but it's you'll be back but we're saying we'll be back
1: no because there is a version where it's we will be back like should we just should we go into it clear my
0: throat throat) we'll be back we'll be back time, will, time tell. will tell there's a weird You'll lag
1: better that that so you well
0: well there's a little Hamilton <laughs> reference at the end uh, probably sounds horrible but there we go anyway enough from us thank you so 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 much I hope you all have a lovely few weeks and we will be back and follow all of our social accounts for little updates and please do continue to share listen and enjoy <laughs> so much for listening to the happy half if you've enjoyed today's episode or any of the episodes in series two then it would be amazing if you could give the podcast a little rating and review and please do tell your friends and check out the happy half on patreon it's been a real pleasure recording this series and i will hopefully be back before too long with series three the happy half with Heather. Happy Half was created by Heather Conda with help from Fon, who you can find on social media at Fon Music. Bye for now.